Hey, welcome to another episode of That's So Random with me, Constance Fields. I gotta tell you, I have been really struggling this week with this notion of being a recovering people pleaser. How many of you out there are recovering people pleasers? Or maybe you're still people pleasing. It's okay to raise your hand. I won't tell anybody. (laughs) I'm a recovering people pleaser. And by that, I mean, it has historically been incredibly hard for me to say no to things, say no to people. Obviously, when I know that something is morally wrong or against my morals, I should say, I know to say no. But when something comes along that somebody really wants me to do, or it could really help somebody out, or it could save the day. I, <laughs> I tend to go into this internalized mode that says, I could help this person. They're asking for my help. I have a little bit of time. It may only be an hour, but I can help. Or I have a little bit of money. I I don't have a whole lot of money, but I, I definitely can spare $5 or, you know, something like that. That has always been a part of who I am. And sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing. I mean, it's good to be charitable. It's good to want to help people, to want to advocate for people, right? But I remember being a little girl and seeing homeless people on the street and wanting to give and give and give and like not understanding why I was being told, no, we're not going to give any money. You know, no, we're not going to, we're not going to do that because I wanted to help. And then as I grew into my womanhood and I started working you know, making more money, I started to find myself helping any way I could, donating to different charities. I gave this homeless man a pair of shoes once, um, different things like that. And I don't say that to toot my own horn, but I say that to say, just to show you how my mind and my spirit work. I'm a very giving person. The problem comes when I don't have anything left to give and I give anyway. That is the problem. And I think sometimes people expect others to um, give the shirt off their back you know, they would give the shirt off their back. Well, that sounds really noble, but if you give the shirt off your back, you're cold. Then what, who's going to give you a shirt? Like what, what, you know? And so I've been grappling with this idea of if I gave the shirt off my back, am I okay with not having a shirt? And does it make me selfish to say, no, I'm actually not okay not having a shirt. 
And so I've been playing around with that idea this week because I realized that I I struggle with the word no, specifically saying it. I don't, I don't necessarily have a hard time hearing it, although when I'm told no, I do roll my eyes or I might be like sucking my teeth, especially, especially when like it's something, let's say I asked my husband, well, let me rephrase that. I don't ask my husband for permission for anything. Okay. But when I suggest to my husband, you know, I would love to go out to dinner. Um, what do you think about that? Or let's go out to dinner. And the answer is, well, now we can cook something at the house. I'm going to suck my teeth because I want to go out to dinner, you know? Um, but when it comes to this saying no, I struggle with it. This week, there was a position that I was offered. I was actually offered it last week, but I had the weekend and part of this week to think about it. It was an addition to a position that I already have. And I discussed it with my family. I discussed it with my husband. And the consensus was that it would not make sense for me to take this added position because I would not be leaving the position that I already had. It would just be added on work and I wasn't getting a pay increase. So it it just didn't make sense. Even up until the day before, no, even up until the hour before I called and turned down this position, I was gonna do it. I was like figuring out how the structure of my hours would work. I was trying to make it fit somehow. And I had to pause and say, what is it about this moment that is making me feel like that? Do I really want to add this position to my life? Or am I afraid of telling this person no? And what does that mean? What does it mean if I tell them no? What does it mean about myself if I tell them no? And I think I discovered that I was making that mean they would think I was not a good person. That I was somehow not as willing to help as they thought I was. That somehow I was not as much of a team player as they thought that I was. And that's just not true. That's just not true. And I know that about myself. So I said, no, I I can't. I, I humbly declined this position, but I am so grateful for the opportunity to be considered for it. Well, there's so many times that I've experienced where I want to do a lot of different things because I feel like I have to contribute extra somehow. Like right now, I don't mind telling you guys, it's hard out here for a a new therapist. I, listen, there is a moment, there will be a day 
where I will be making over 100000 a year as a therapist. There will come a day where that happens. I believe it. I'm speaking it into the universe. I'm speaking it to God. I believe it. I'm manifesting it, if you will. But right now, having graduated in May and only having my associate license, it's hard out here for a new therapist. And the more work I do, I have to examine what else I want to add or what else should I add into my life to increase my income so that I'm able to help contribute more to the family. And right now what I'm doing is not necessarily it, you know? So I found myself one day having a conversation with my husband and He made a comment. I don't remember what the comment was. It wasn't a a negative comment. It was just an observation. But I took what he observed and I placed it on myself like this big, huge boulder that somehow I had to carry on my back and that was weighing me down. And I turned that entire thing into, oh, I... I have to look at adjunct professor jobs. I have to try to to somehow add something else in. I don't want to be a professor. I don't want to teach people. I don't have the patience to teach people. I'm not creating lesson plans. Uh, if you have a, a structure in place, cool. I can follow a structure. I am not going to read papers. I am not going to be doing that. I just don't have a desire to do that. If I taught a workshop, that's different. I can teach a workshop. I can lead a group. I can do all that. I think that that is fun and I I think that's fulfilling. But being a professor, I am just not about it. But that in that moment, I was actually on different university websites in Georgia looking for adjunct professor jobs because I was like, I have to do this. You know, I am not going to let this family down. I need more money. I need more money to be able to go get my hair done and go get my nails done when I want and, and to have extra cash. And I need all this money. And the truth is, I didn't need to be doing any of that. I need to be patient. That's what I need. I need to be patient. I need to be watchful. I need to keep pouring my gift into the world. And I need to keep growing myself and growing my gifts. But it took a minute for me to get to that place where I made that realization and that understanding. So thinking about saying no to this job was eye-opening. It made me feel like I grew as a person. And some of you out there may be struggling with saying no yourself. You know, I mean, even with family or friends, there may be times where you just can't do it. I I worked with um, an emotional intelligence coach 
one time and he was amazing, incredible. Uh, Emil is his name. And he said, he gave this analogy about a cup. And I have stuck with that analogy and I use it in my therapy every now and then. I slip it in there when people need it. But essentially, we all have this chalice. There was a painting I saw once um, back when I used to do I used to do pure romance parties. I maybe I shouldn't have said the name of the company, but <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. I used to do these um, romance enhancing product parties, and I went to a house once, and this woman had this black art on her wall that was a, a giant chalice cup and there were uh, all these things coming out of the cup and there was a black woman and a black man and they were together with the cup. It's been so many years, I, I, the image is kind of blurry in my head, but that was the premise of it. And I always said, I wanna find that painting, I really want it for my house because I loved it. But it, it dawned on me that that painting and what Emil said combined together so beautifully because there are so many things that we pour into our cup, we pour into our chalice, and we give that stuff away on a daily basis. We give it away all the time. And at the end of the day, you're left with an empty cup. You're left with an empty chalice. That's why you're so exhausted at the end of the day. That's why you're, you can't do nothing. That's why you, you're not inspired. You're not out there creating. You're, you're, you're like, oh, I, I should be writing, but I just don't have the energy for it. I should be baking this or starting this business or, you know, creating this podcast, but I don't have the energy for it. I don't, I just don't have the patience because you've given all your stuff away. You've given it away. You gotta fill into your cup and let people eat from the overflow. Let me say that again. You gotta pour into your cup whatever that looks like for you. Whether that is going out and spending some time in nature, going and having some meditative time, reading a book, listening to some music and dancing and letting your body just move and do what it does going shopping, uh, sleeping, whatever that looks like for you, but pouring into your cup and then letting everybody get the overflow. If you have stuff to give after you have overflow, they can have that, but your cup won't be empty. I hope that resonates with somebody because as I'm speaking it, I'm being reminded of just how much I have to consistently remind myself of that. And that is part of saying no. And that is part of setting a boundary. Set a boundary, say no, same thing. (laughs) Very, very close, same thing. So yeah, I'm learning to say no. I'm learning to set boundaries for myself because I'm quick to jump on the next thing and 
do whatever I think I can to increase myself uh, the way that I think that I need to, I need to realize, and maybe you need to realize this, I'm believing that a lot of you do need to realize this, you just need to be okay settling in to this moment right now. There's a lot of things that I was hearing in the past couple of months about rest, and I was in this go, go, go mode of I have to have 30 clients by the end of the year. I need to have clients that I'm coaching as well by the end of the year. You know, all these all these benchmarks that I thought I needed to hit by December. And the truth is, when I stopped working for it and I started just being, just existing, when I started showing gratitude, for what was to come and what I already had, my my caseload just increased. It felt like overnight. I mean, I know it's been several months, but you know, I, I have a decent amount of clients on my caseload now. And continuing to be okay with rest, be okay if a client cancels a day, okay. They canceled. I could either A, get stressed out about it and be like, I'm not making any income if I'm not working. B, I could sleep and just stop and relax. Or C, I could choose to create. I could choose to go do something that I would enjoy. And since summer, I have been doing the latter. I have been taking that time and using it to reflect, using it to nurture myself, to pour into myself. I have been using it as self-care time. And you all need the same thing. Like we all need the same thing. So pay attention to that. But our time is short here. I'm going to wrap this up. I hope that this resonates with someone and I have really, really, really enjoyed talking about this topic. Don't spread yourself so thin that you fall through the ice. Did that make sense? Because it made sense in my head. But when I said it, I'm like, hmm, I hope you got what I was saying. Don't spread yourself so thin because... It's not necessary. It's not necessary. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. We already know how awesome you are. But having the weight of the world on your shoulders too is going to break you. So be okay. Enjoying this life, this human experience. And I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.